Hey, everybody, great way to help the podcast out is just to spread the word. Let someone you know know about the podcast. Is that too many no's in one sentence? No. Uh, whether that's in person or on a forum or commenting on a news article, you know, let a stranger know. But just say, hey, this podcast works for me. If, if you're having trouble sleeping, why don't you or, or use your own, you know, put it in your own words. Speak from the heart, speak from the brain, speak from the body, whatever it is. Uh, but I really need your help uh, growing the podcast. And, and the best way to do is just tell somebody. So thanks so much and on to the show. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been running through your brain, racing through your brain, whatever physical things might have you up tossing and turning, whatever emotional rigors have you sighing or, you know, causing, what do they, what do they call that, the thing in between your eyebrows? You know, I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can stop thinking, you know, feel, feel distracted from your body and defurrow your brow. You know, and maybe say, well, maybe I'll just uh, one last sigh. Let's get one. Let's do a communal, a metaphorical sigh. You know, whether you want it to be aggressive, passive, aggressive. You, that was more. That was a kind of the weary sigh. You say, well, the scooter's teaching acting now. Oh yeah, where at a community? You know, a corner, a community corner. They call he calls it the community corner. Uh. But, the, you know, according to the property owner, it's not. But, he, yeah, he teaches acting there. Oh, really? What kind of... He teaches... Uh, I forgot. He tried to think up a fancy title, and then he forgot it about size. The many size of scooter. No, that doesn't sound like a class anyone would... Well, no one did sign up for it. <sighs> I think that one blew out the mic, so I don't know. <sighs> blew out the mic. Scooter. That's Bob. Bob just said it came from my subconscious and said, <sighs> "That was a smiling sigh." I don't know if anybody caught that. So maybe a juicy bit. But is there is there a famous uh, Greek? You know, the porch of size isn't that something famous? But it was you know the porch of size. There's that Superman's second, maybe that's where Superman went, you know, when him and Lois were having a relationship. He went from the Fortress of Solitude, they had the porch of size. Because if you imagine, Superman must have sighed a lot because he, he had an unlimited power, but, you know, well, I guess I don't know that much about Superman except for the movies and some stuff, but. But, you know, then he, did he have, he didn't have, like, an all-seeing mind. So they would create a lot of side related situations where you'd be, oh, humans. Oh, I'd be, you know, I'm in love with Lois and Lana. And they'd be like, oh, Clark. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. So this is, but this is the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm glad you're here. I think I was trying to make a swift point there that I'm going to try to 
I think we were going for a communal sigh, and then I started doing, I got distracted. And that's the way the podcast works a little bit is I'm going to try to take your attention and pull it in. Ideally, I'm going to pull in, at least initially, most of your attention. And you're saying, well, geez, what's this guy doing? Because I, 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 I don't know. It seemed like he was going somewhere with the sighing, and now he's talking to me again. And hopefully the other parts of your brain are like, well, this guy's really talking right to us. And I'm saying, yeah, I know you guys are on high alert, uh, but just listen to me. I'm going to try to tell a little story tonight about uh, Lady Witchbeard and a whole mess I managed to get her into. It would be her, her words, not mine. You know, all you brain bots can take off your thinking caps and put on your sleeping caps, you know, because I know you've all had a hard day. You're humans ready to sleep. But you guys listen to me. Let your, your human's going to say, well, I don't know about this movie. You say, well, it's not a movie, Joan. They say, oh, well, what, okay. Well, she, well, you know what? Well, yeah, you go to sleep, Joan. We'll pay attention to this guy. He's kind of a goofball. But he seems to love us. And I say, Brainbots, I love you guys. You know, I never take controversial stances on my podcast. And I don't think there's a You guys are doing your best and you got one of the hardest jobs in that brain. And, you you know, by nature, you're unappreciated. You know, because of your methods and stuff, you say, oh, man, you make humans sigh a lot. And I know all the rest of you parts out there. You So I get a whole story, a whole routine I'm going to do. But, you know, don't worry. I'm going to take your human. I'm sending my voice across the deep, dark night here. And I want you to listen to it. But, you know, hold it like it was putting in your hands, which is, you know, that's one of those paradoxical uh, uh, paradoxes. You say, well, geez, I can't hold a pudding in my hand. And I would say exactly like, uh, but if I didn't say it like that, I wouldn't be, be able to be turned into a metaphor. So this pudding is the pudding of my stories, which is neither solid nor it could go through any fingers or could go through all, but it's warm. It has lulling, soothing tones. It's a, cam- it's a chamomile warm chocolate pudding with some peppermint and other sleep-related stuff in there. Also some aloe vera for your hands as it drifts through them. You know, the story, so you don't have to grip the story. You could squeeze it and squish it. feel pretty good. But, you know, just use that as an idea of what your attention could use. Okay, this guy, geez, that's an apt metaphor for his, because it is kind of like a, his stories are, scooter stories are a bit drippy. And you say, drippy like water? No, like putting in a hand. And then they would say, okay, uh, we're going to need you to come in to, uh, for an HR meeting tomorrow. And I would say, well, no, you know, Scooter, at least you're, you'll be rested for that meeting. And your brain bots will be, you know, so we'll be ready for it. But that's tomorrow. The key here is to get a, get a, get a, get a smile on your face for you to you know, snuggle into your bed. All is well, brain bots. I'm going to hold you guys' hands, carry you ideally across the threshold of sleep. But if for some reason you can't fall asleep. I put all my effort uh, to both keep myself critic at bay, but to, but to make sure there's a decent story ahead. Now, it's not going to be riven if you fall asleep, believe me. You know, you, you could re-listen to it tomorrow while, you know, if you're going to uh, polish any shoes or iron some clothes or something, put it, put it on then. But don't worry about missing anything. 
But if you can't sleep, I'll be here to escort you to. And that's it. I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm the master of the pudding story. That's it. All I want to do is, is help you fall asleep. You know, that, that's what I want. That's what I'm here for. And it's your first couple times here. Just try it by guess That's enough for everybody I know. But I hope it helps you. And I'm glad you're here. Uh, and this usually then I say, and I, and I hope I help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can find older episodes there. Uh, you can find most of our older episodes on also on iTunes or Podcasts or Stitcher, and that's the best way to get the podcast is just make sure you're subscribed, and that way you, you, you it's automatically there. I just uh, changed my phone died, so I'm having issues myself because then it's like, oh wait, is it? Then it's like you get to I go to leave for work, and then the podcast I I, I, I found out that it wasn't I was subscribed, but they weren't downloading. And I went, you know, I had a connection. I said, how am I going to go to work? How am I going to get from here to work without podcasts? Uh, but I figured it out. Believe it or not, a problem that big, I figured it out. Uh, but old website. Oh, you can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, you, you can. Best ways, quickest ways is to get me on Twitter, at Dearest Scooter, or on Facebook, Sleep With Me Podcast. I post sleep articles there, and I try to post uh, bloopers there. Uh, I tried to. Uh, there's also should be like over the last uh, 48 hours a bunch of great podcasts that I listen to, or people that I know that have podcasts that are great people. Because uh, there was like a podcast day, and I want to make sure I put put out there some uh, support other people that are doing great stuff. So that's there. Uh, what else? Oh, sleep to strange. If you need, uh, if you don't like the intros, or you're looking for a podcast that's the same as this but without the intros, uh, didn't I just say? That? I guess I'm in fugue state already. Or you just need extra content on Monday and Wednesday nights. Go to sleepwithmepodcast.com/strange from your if you use iTunes or iOS device, or strange Android if you're using a strange. Android device or a normal Android device. Uh, what else? Um, uh, we've got a Facebook group uh, or Facebook community. That's over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And I want to thank the moderators, uh, 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 Lida, Rachel L to the G, Julie C, Jennifer B, and uh, Laura. And it's a place where you can just talk about sleep issues, make friends with other listeners, uh, you know, rate uh, duck pictures. No one's done that, I don't think. But say, hey, this is my pimp, my duck. Remember, do you guys? I did it. I think I talked about that in the episode, pimping ducks. But I don't know. It doesn't make less sense than I even it sounds. Uh, that's Facebook. Uh, what else? Uh, I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer. Jennifer, who I heard from this week. Uh, it was good to hear from Jennifer. And she. she uh, uh, she was noting my friend that I used the French spelling for discipline, and I said, "Ooh, fromage, oui, oui, I did." 
so Jennifer and Scotty, they do, they're on our artwork. They're lovely people. I want to thank them. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson, who does our music. He's over at Sounds Like an Earful. That's his podcast. Check that out. Uh, if you're new here or you've been around a while, you might not believe this. This podcast has a lord and a lady who rule over this podcast from a castle, you know, far away. So we can pretty much do whatever the hell we want without them lording and lady and us. But they're pretty nice people. That's uh, it's Jonathan and Shannon. and then But just in case, we have a defrenestrator. So, you know, if we get into a situation, Nick Van Corfinom 3 could defrenestrate the Lord and Lady if necessary. And I got a few questions. Would we defrenestrate the Lord and Lady into a pool at a pool party? And I would say, I don't know. Because, you know, we, I wouldn't be, I don't know if I'd be invited to the castle to swim. And uh, so in that case, probably not. But we have a Lord and Lady. Uh, what else? Um, uh, thank you. So I want to thank Leslie Ann and Julie C for the comments. That was Julie C on the last sleep show. Uh, uh, that lovely voice we all heard. So thank you, Julie C. And thank you, Leslie Ann. Over on Twitter, I want to thank EV Man. I want to thank Tammy Guns, who probably has the best Twitter handle, Nuclear Testa. Uh, nu- <laughs> I can't even get it right because I was trying. I was ready to make jokes about nuclear. But it's nuclear, nuclear Tesla. And I, I said, I don't know how to make a joke on Twitter about the pronunciation of nuclear or nuclear. Uh, and, I don't, and I don't know what the proper pronunciation is either. That's, I guess, the joke's on me. But maybe one day we will be driving nuclear, nuclear Teslas, nuclear Teslas. Um, so that's cool, Tammy Guns. Yeah, Muskie, if you're hearing this, give Tammy Guns a job, all right? You, she, she seems pretty, pretty pretty damn intelligent. Corey K., I want to say hi to Miss Myra. Kevin K., a new Kevin K., I want to say hi to the old Kevin K., just for the hell of it. OMG, Danny. OMG, thanks for following me. I want to say hi to Babs. I want to say hi to Paul. I want to say, oh, Paul, are you awake right now? Uh, I want to say thanks to Brian, the boom, 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 Brian, who supplied our boom. And he's just, you know, checking in. Over on Facebook, I want to say hi to Maggie D. I want to say hi to David Double R. Ra, ra, Julie G, Jennifer, Julie C, and Laura. Okay, and then over on uh, uh, iTunes, we've been, it was so nice of you guys to give us the iTunes reviews, and that really helps. Uh, when people see the podcast, they say, oh, people actually listen to this. And then they listen and they say, well, this guy sounds like a lunatic, but it's got reviews. And then they read the reviews. Okay, maybe I'll keep listening. So thank you so much. It really, it really does help. Uh, so one of the, And if you want to review the show, just go to sleepmoviepodcast.com slash iTunes. It'll take you right there. Thank you. But I want to thank Meta with three exclamation points. So Meta. Yeah, uh, who says I'm the best, my best boyfriend. And that's pretty meta because I was like, I'm always talking about, what, what, I don't even know what meta, you know, I'm trying to figure out meta. So this is, meta. I think this is meta because I'm talking about, maybe it's meta, I don't know. It's boring. If this is boring, that's definitely meta because I'm going on a tangent about someone reviewed a meta. And I'm t- maybe, I don't know. But it makes me say, geez, what is meta? 
and uh, but I can't do meta material forever, you know, because then it wouldn't be meta. Because I think meta means encapsulated as well, or at least to me it does. You know, that's what you know. When they say Oshkosh, but gosh, would it be meta if I was wearing Oshkosh, but gosh? Or I don't know. That is a good question. Uh, so then, thank you, Meta. Then uh, Scooter is the best uh, from Playa. 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 Ah. Playa. Ah. So that's like uh, when, a, when a player drinks a glass of cool water. Playa. Ah. Or Playa Water. Our new sponsor. Playa Water. I say Playa. Ah. Uh, so Playa, we make Playa giggle. And then poof, it's morning. And then Gwee-Man uses a quote from, you know, someone that, that passed away too early, Harris. Uh, but Gwee-Man says the best humble brag podcast. How does he do it? Gwee-Man wants to listen in the end, but that's not the point. A paradox, a true paradox. And paradoxically, it's like, Jesus, those are words. They say meta and paradox in the same Thank you is, is making my brain hurt. Uh, so that's par- you know, say, geez, paradoxical that I should understand that. Uh, but thank you, Gwee Man, and thank you, Harris. Uh, I, I can't do uh, Move on to NM Ninjo. So Ninjo from Mexico, New Mexico. I say, I wonder if a ninjo, ninjas are... Is a ninjo, uh, I guess that's like a banjo-wielding martial artist, I would guess. Or, you know, like maybe that's like a, you know, so what you say? I couldn't cut it as a ninja. I became a ninjo. Or, you know, you should call yourself the ninjos. Uh, if you were, you know, banjo ninjas dressed, uh, banjo band dressed as ninjas, ninjos. But I want to thank you. And yeah, we we just toured New Mexico. That's it. And I said, "Well, geez, have you been to Albuquerque? There's a pet shop, and there's there's a sale, or there was in season one of Breaking Bad. I can't fish tanks on sale there." But uh, Ninjo says, uh, "Bycast works and fall asleep now." So thank you all for the reviews. Thank you for the support. And let's get on to the show. What do you say? And we last left off uh, on Tales of Lady Witchbeard. Germ, uh, that's uh, the narrator, had been turned into a goat, and Germ was trying to figure out the best way uh, to, to uh, uh, like most narrators, and I totally botched the story. When your narrator is a character, and I don't know the word for that, because it's not first or third person, it's like... Uh, or maybe it is, I don't know. But, you know, Germ's, you know, he, Germ had turned into a goat and then ran into a cave, a magical cave. Actually, you know, well, yeah, the worst magic, or a cave that leads to a magical uh, part of this universe. And Germ had met a giant named DeAndre, I think. Friendly enough giant, friendly to goats, not to humans, because DeAndre was a guardian and beyond the cave was the flatlands, and beyond the flatlands was a magical uh, stone. Uh, why can't I think of that place? Quarry. Uh, and, and all along the way, there were there was uh, different guardians to make sure that these quarried stones 
I guess we we did a lot of exposition, but why they were? But make sure I guess worthy people were bringing these quarried stones out of the quarry and back into the real world because they were magical stones. But goat, Germ was a goat, so they didn't bother goats. And Germ got to the quarry. There was one stone left in Montezuma's pyramid uh, that had just been quarried recently. And then Germ also got a backup stone that that would only get too warm. And then Germ hid the main, you know, he did the switcheroo. So he hid the important stone in the cave with DeAndre the Giant. Uh, I think it was Dandre the Giant, though. Like, uh, there's no syllable in there, Dandre. But I think it was, like, DeAndre. I don't know if it was, like, D-O-N, Dandre. I I don't know, because he didn't write down his name. He's a giant, you know, not the, not judging the literacy of giants here. It just wasn't didn't come up. But so Germ hid the main stone, took a backup stone that looked similar. He bought it at a secondhand stone shop. You know he had to overcome the things, but then he took that stone, brought it out of the cave where Montezuma or not Montezuma Cortez, Lady Witchbeard, Marina, and Cortez's backup conquistador army were. And he threw the stone down, and but they thought it was a real stone. But then Germ knew his reputation precedes him. So he said, hey, you know, go ahead and try to get this stone back. I'm going to try to stop you from getting it to the pyramid. And then Germ headed off to the pyramid uh, uh, to uh, continue trying to figure stuff out because he still didn't exactly have a plan. Well, we'll find out, you know, coming up here. Uh, But that's where we left off on this, another episode of The Tales of Lady Witchbeard. Har-har. Hee-haw. Yeah. That was Mr. Antonio Banderas there. Thank you, my friend. Yeah-har. Yeah-haw. Lady Witchbeard. Did you have a coffee before you got here? I need to drive back to L.A., my friend. Okay, he's got to drive all the way back to L.A., so thanks thanks, thanks so much for coming by again. If we could just work on a set time or I could Skype. No, no, I need you here. You're doing great, Antonio. Antonio Banderas. And here's another tale of Lady Witchbeard. Why why do you do that, my friend? Because I already... Do you want water for the road? Okay, I get, I, we'll, we'll be right back. All right, so here I am back, Germ here. And uh, as I made my way from where we last left off to the Pyramid in the Sun, uh, it, was, it was going through my mind. I was like, okay, uh, good news, bad good news, bad news, great news. Is this, uh, so I was thinking, I was like, okay, but Lady Witchbeard will probably change her mind. Or I was trying to think, you know, I was like, I think, I think, I think this is going to worry. Or maybe they won't get the stone to the ten. I was like, and then I said, oh, man, do I have to start a war with Cortez? And then I said, okay, wait, if I start a war, should I? am I supposed to win it or lose it? And, and I said, well, I, let's just keep moving, Germ. And I said, oh, no, I'm calling myself Germ again. And I said, the phage. And I said, can you call yourself the phage? Say, come on, the phage, you pull it together. I said, that doesn't work. At least for a self-pep talk. 
I say, I don't know if I should win the bet. And they said, well, I never said war. I said, I'll stop you from getting this stone. So I said, let's just go see Montezuma, and then we'll, we'll figure everything out. And then I said, yeah, yeah, he's going to love that. I said, okay. And then I got there, and Montezuma was actually, you know, they knew I was coming. So he was gathered, and he seemed pretty happy to see me. A little confused, and I think, and he's like, oh, where's the lady Witchbeard? Is she with the... And I said, I, I guess I interrupted him. I didn't say it. And I said, uh, I said, good news. We said, we got a new plan going. And he said, a new plan? And I said, we're going to save magic. We're going to save Mexico. And he kind of looked at me like he didn't know what I was talking about. I said, oh, geez, this is my ignorance again. Uh, coming in here, offending these people. And I said, listen, I said, I'm really sorry about I, I said, I really have some... Uh, uh, ignorance. I'm an ignorant man, and there's no excuse for it. So I'm sorry for offending you and assuming you would know things I'm referring to and referring to. I said, I said, I don't know what else to say other than I'm wrong and I'm sorry. And then he kind of looked at me like he not only wasn't, he understood. I said, Geez, you don't see, you don't give an apology to having accepted anyway, especially one like that. But he gave me a look like it was a distasteful apology. Or me, I said, what is he going to... And he said, well, where, where's Cortez germ? And I said, the phage. And he said, where in the hell is the phage? And I said, I said, uh, no, no. And I, and I said, what do you mean, where's Cortez? He, he, and he goes, well, is he with Lady Witchbeard? Has she already delivered him? And I said, oh, I said, yeah, I said, that's why we have a new plan, because things got complicated. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, well, Lady Witchbeard, she did a double cross on us, Montezuma. And he said, well, what did you do to her? And I said, Cortez offered her, I don't know, I'm not sure if she's a double agent or not, but I'm I'm not betting on her right now. And he said, so you didn't deliver Cortez to the gods? And I said, no. And he said, they're going to, German, they're going to strike. He said, there's no time left to appease them. He said, where is Cortez? And I said, well, when I left him, he said, you left him. And I said, well, when I, I was forced to leave him. And he said, why were you forced to leave him? I said, well, I, I was, a, it was one against many. And I was a goat, by the way. And then Montezuma gasped. And I said, I said, with all the stuff that goes on here, he's surprised I'm a goat. And he said, you're the goat in the pudding. And I said, with the goat in the pudding. And he said, it was a vision I had down in, in the, you know, in the rooms. And he said, I saw a goat in pudding. And he said, I, it didn't make any sense to me. And I said, a pudding goat, a goat in pudding. I said, are you putting me on? He didn't, you know, he, I said he might not even have got that, or it wasn't funny. But I said a pudding goat, and and, and I said, well, he, he, and then he got. He said we don't have time for this germ. We need to get the other stone here. And he said, but there's a, some sort of army blocking our access to the cave. And he, he said, he said, and they've been holding my men off, and we don't have a coat of many colors. And he said, Jerm, you have the code. I'm like, can you go get the stone because we need the deterrent? And he goes, it's probably too late. 
And I said, well, here's a piece of good news. Cortez is coming here with the stone. So, you know, we're going to get Cortez here. I mean, he's going to bring some cannons and some uh, conquistadors. And I said, uh, and I have no military experience, and I know you're, a peace, you're peaceful people here. But we have some conquistadors and cannons, too. And I guess that would tie down getting the stone here. And then all of a sudden there was this crack of thunder. And it was that dry, rainless crack of thunder. Uh, that doesn't even seem to make any sense. That summer desert thunder. That almost feels like the sky was rendered apart. And, and we all just sat there. And it doesn't roll. It's a snap of thunder instead of a roll. And I said, well, geez, I said, what do you think that was? And then Montezuma waved, and then he, they were communicating by sign language. And he said, the gods have structure. He goes, it was a warning shot, I think. And I said, well, what, what, he said, what would they have struck? And he said he, he was communicating with his people, you know, who were watching from the roof of the pyramid, I think. And he said, he said, he said, you, you said that Cortez has a stone, right? And I said, yeah, he's got the, the, man, the last stone for the pyramid, or he thinks he does. And he said, thank goodness, because the gods have struck the, uh, the cave. They've destroyed the cave. They gave us access to the flatlands and the, uh, and the magical stone quarry. And I said, destroy, I said, how bad, like the cave destroyed it, how? And he said, you know, he did some more sign, and he said, uh, they've rendered it off the face of the earth. Yeah, my first instinct was for DeAndre. Unfortunately, I guess I misguided, because I said, oh, man. I said, DeAndre's gone. I don't know, gone, bond, so on, so on. Like a baby, and then Montezuma said, "What are you doing, Germ?" And they said, "He said, he said we need to get that stone from Cortez to use it as a deterrent to get the gods or, or to, to, to fire on the gods." And they said, well, "He said, well, how, how?" Uh, they said, "How accurate are your gods?" I said, "Do they do your gods mind readers? Like how do they?" He goes, "Do they?" I go, it's like, do they, do they read minds? Like, do they know what I'm thinking at all times? Because, uh, or, or, you know, could they be, like, tricked? You know, if someone's going to trick your gods, how would that be work? And he said, of course. He goes, the germ, God, germ, of course, the gods. You know, between, there's a lot of gods we have, germ, so between all of them. And I said, well, do they have a meeting? Like, do they use some sort of uh, central communications? You know, they said, I've always wondered about this Godhead thing. I said, I don't know if they they have like a, you know, a Godhead-based database or something. And I said, never mind. And he said, well, we'll have to count in Cortez to save us from the gods. And I said, yeah. I said, hey, I'll tell you what. Maybe, maybe I should uh, should uh, come up with a backup plan. What do you think about that? And Montezuma said, you're a pudding goat, germ. Phage the pudding goat. And he said, well, just in case, uh, I said, just in case, should I, I'll, I'll go talk. I said, you haven't seen another guy and a bunch of people, of, of indigenous peoples and some, he said, yeah, yeah, they're gathered to the east. 
And he said they're waiting. He goes, they're waiting for a fool and a, a liar. And he goes, they figured that was you. But then he's like, I didn't know. I figured. And then I thought it was maybe something about, you know, I figured they were with Lady Witchbeard. And I said, well, yeah, I said, well, both of us. But I said, I'll go talk to them and I'll see what I can come up with. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, and then I walked off. I was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, boy. Uh, and then I went back. I said, what, what do you, how long do you think I got before the guy strike? And he said, it's not going to be long term. They're probably gathering their forces. And I said, what do you think they're going to do? And he said, wipe us from the face of the earth. And I said, well, I said, they'll need some humans, though. And he said, they'll restart with some, some you know, river dolphin. And I said, oh, yeah. And I said, the phage, you know, something of man, hero of dolphins. I said, well, I just said, I guess dolphins can't, wouldn't be able to sing of me because they'd be under the sea. They said, well, I better say, I said, I'll be back. I'm sorry, Montezuma. Sorry about that. I just got distracted. I'll be back soon. Uh, so then I, I headed over to the east. I said, I, I saw Bach. He, he, you know, he's a god or a demigod. I can't remember. And I said, I don't even know if I made his name up or if that's his legit name. Uh, but he, he saw me coming and he, he, he was kind of leading my, I don't want to say my people, but the people I, I had been leading. I guess by proxy, because Lady Witchbeard was technically in charge, but the people, they were all waving and kind of cheering for me, which actually felt worse because I said, well, geez, uh, you guys are cheering for, for you know, the guy that just lost the world. But I said, okay, Germ, don't don't listen. And I said, back, back. And I said, he said, he said, Germ. Uh, we coward and thief, and I said, "Hey!" And the, the camp erupted. Coward and thief, and I said, "Hey, what's up, man? We got to talk." And he said, "That coat looks great," and, and he goes, "That's seen a lot of action," and I said, "Oh yeah, this coat's been uh, unbelievably helpful." Oh. If you, if I could tell you all the good it's done me. And I said, as a matter of fact, I said, are you, 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 are you, do you, when you got, I said, have you guys, God's ever been to war against humans before? And he said, he said, he said, I think a while back we, he goes, we, we, we were, but it was just against this one island. And I said, well, what happened? And he said, he said, have you ever heard of Atlantis before? And I said, uh, I hear it. He said, no. And I said, oh. I said, what did they do? He said, they were supposed, they double-crossed us. They were supposed to deliver some. Uh, and I said, okay, anyway, anyway. They said, well, what do you guys do? And he goes, well, I'm not a war guy, so I don't have anything to do with it. He goes, I just, uh, he said, I'm just a testing guy. I, I just test humans. You know, I come down. He goes, I do battle with you, but it's more of a test. You know, I tested you. And I said, okay, okay. I said, because uh, I got to get, I said, how do I get up there? I said, hey, you got any advice on how to stop the gods if they're about to attack and wipe out the earth? And he said, uh, he said, uh, good luck. He goes, and he said, it would be a shame because these people, he said, you know, these people are so wonderful and not uppity like the Atlanteans were. And I said, don't say, I said, don't say that. We don't, and he said, no, no, you don't understand. And I said, well, anyway, I said, uh, 
They said, how much power's in this code? I said, could you get, could it get me to the guy, you know, God, where the gods, do they have a central gathering point? And he said, for a battle of this magnitude, he said, probably, yeah, he, he said, they'll be working stuff out. He said, yeah, there's a, and I said, he said, no. He said, that code's low, you know, you've, you've used all the power of the code. And I was like, okay, but I said, uh, they said, you don't got any, ma-? and he said, no, no, Jeremy, I'm almost, you know, I, my, my work here is almost done. And I said, do you know if this code charge, I said, is this like a, a wireless charging code or I said, can it, can I charge this code back up? And he said, he said, I don't, I don't know, Jeremy. I said, it's more like static electricity. And he said, what are you thinking, Jeremy? And I said, back, I need your help on one more thing. You said you're the tester god, and I need you. Uh, uh, I need your knowledge of testing. And I said, if you really love these people more than the uppity Atlanteans, is that how you say it? Atlantinians? And he said, I don't know, Jeremy. He said they prefer to to call themselves the lords and the ladies of Atlantis. And I said, all of them? He said, all of them. And I said, equally, because that wouldn't be, and he said, Jerm, don't, he said, he said, Jerm, we don't, and I said, okay, let's go, I'm going to go charge. I said, you get all these people here, make sure the conquistadors keep these people safe and fed. I said, you got some people you trust? He said, oh, yeah, Jerm, yeah. And I said, meet me at the pyramid, we're going up to God Central. He goes, I said, I said, I had whatever. And they ran back to the pyramid, and I, I, I said, well, Jesus, pyramid's full of magic. It should be able to charge the coat, right? And I realized that at first glance, it might seem like a ridiculous idea, but I, you know, climbed onto the pyramid. I started rolling around on it, rubbing it, you know, just in case it was either wireless charging or static. And I was, you know, just rubbing my chest, rubbing, like, kind of like a dog, in a, in a, you know, rubbing my back. Rubbing all the coat everywhere, and I turned it inside out. I rubbed it. Uh, but if you were there, you would feel the power. Of the, 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 I mean, it could have been radiation or magnetism, but or magic. But there was something radiating off of these rocks, and also everything I had seen. And I had to, you know, I had to believe I could get this coat charged. And then back was back to me. And I said, Bach, get on my back. We're, we're going. And I said, you're a god. Can't you just reappear? And he said, no, no, you're, you're going to give me a ride, Jeremy? And I said, I'm going to try. And then I said, uh, I said, you know, take us. I said, I said, uh, I said, uh, I said, Bach, picture this in your picture where we're going in your mind. Take us there. And then, boom, we, next thing I know, next thing I know, we're in some surrealistic gathering place. Open. Kind of like an amphitheater with a J, but but uh, it just ethereal, like colors, like uh, kind of like colors that you know, like iPhones are made out of. There's definitely some space gray, some rose or reflective rose or whatever they call it. Shimmer, you know, some shimmering shimmers, and there was all sorts of uh, godlike figures walking around. But these were much different than the gods, you know, my, my cultural assumptions would have led me to believe because these were Aztec men and women, uh, 
uh, giants and, and some some different forms. But I was like, "Which well, that's a humanoid." And I'm sure if I had time to, but they were all getting ready for battle. These were clearly the war gods. Like some of them had, you know, grouchy looks or intense looks or big muscles, sinewy sinewy muscles. You know, speed, weaponry, cunning. Uh, so I didn't have a whole t- a lot of time. So I said, and then I said, uh, I pitched it. I said, okay, give me a god megaphone and some sort of, and, and, and then I said, I said, hey, back. I said, what is that? I said, back way. Uh, do you know, back a, back a bay, uh, under, uh, understand way. And he nodded, and I said, okay, now I just got to figure out how to do the Latin. But I communicated to him, and then I had this god megaphone, which was pretty sweet. It kind of looked like, I think one of the clouds in Mario Kart had it, and it was the exact same. And I said, geez, if they came, if they make a Mario Kart, why haven't, one, why haven't they made a Mario Kart movie? And two, what, could I be one of the announcers on the clouds? If, you you know, if we decide to make it, you know, three, what the hell would the plot would be about? Because they already made a racing game movie that was supposed to be pretty good. Speed Racer, I didn't see it, but the Wachowskis made that. But anyway, I had this guy megaphone. I said, okay, oh, guys, gather around. And, you know, and I had it on interpretation, you know, Babblefish mode. And I said, Babblefish goes in the receiver's ear germ. And I said, not now, Bach. And I said, oh, guys, gather, guys, certification, gather, two lines, please. And at first they didn't hear me, so then I turned up the volume. And then I even put on, I said, uh, you know, almighty effect, you know, the ones that have the buttons on the bottom, which I won't do for you. And I said, well, geez, what would be the almighty? But I said, I said oh, guys, gather. What was it extra, kind of like a thundering echo afterwards with some reverb. I would say charismatic reverb, which you'd probably have to do a throwing, rolling die for. But in this case, it, you know, this thing was magical, so I had no, you know, worries. Because uh, I was fully charged, but I said, okay. And, and then I said, yeah, two lines. And then I started, you know, you know me, I can act pretty official when I need to. So I said, everybody line right up, line right up. I said, okay, okay, everybody straight line, straight line. And I said, you with the feathers, I said, who, who, you know, who, you, you can't bring those down there. That's, those are none, you know. And I said, what, what continent are you going to? And he looked like he was going to smush me. And I said, please stay in line. Please stay in line. I'll be asking the questions here. And the next thing I know, I had a clipboard, which you can all, and I said, okay, okay, you see. I said, everybody, you you guys back there get in line, because there was a couple of people that were like, I'm not getting in line, I'm a war god about to strike. So then I said, you know, I, then I just projected, I said, I put the megaphone aside, I said, please get in line now. I said, this is a serious business here, war, good gods, y'all, get in line, and absolutely no excuses don't make me say it again. And then everybody got in line. And I said, okay, all you guys, you know, what are you guys lined up for? And then they said, and I said, this is the God war God certification line. 
and where you're certified to go into battle or not. And I said, okay, pretty straight line. And I said, who are you guys going down to, to, to do battle with? And they said, humans. Uh, and I said, why? And they said, because it promises, uh, you know, they made a deal or something. I said, because they were, I said, one at a time, one at a time. And I said, that's enough. And I said, what's one of the first, I said, so these humans, you know, they really, they couldn't stand a chance with you with their, you know, weaponry and stuff, right? And they laughed. They said, most of them aren't even warlike. And I said, well, geez, maybe we should just take out the warlike. And I said, no, that wouldn't be right either. Take out the warlike continents. That's no good. I said, I got to save everybody, I guess. And I said, okay, so you can't be, you can, humans don't stand a chance with you physical against physical. I said, what about cunning? And they just laughed. And then and, and the most cunning god, you know, the, he was all slick. He said, there's no god, humans, that could be as cunning as us. And I said, exactly, I could not certify any gods for battle. That would be, you know, uh, you know, do, tricked by a human, clearly, right? Were we in agreement? I said, there's no way I could pass anyone for certification that would be tricked by a human. I said, right. And they said, yes. And I said, by the power of some god magic up here, you're all decertified for battle. And then whoosh, 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 all the guys started frowning because they realized it. And I said, that's right. You've been fooled. You've been had. You've been had by a human. And I said, well, it just looks like the war's off. And, uh... I said, geez, you know, we could work stuff. And then they, and I said, well, geez, that would probably wasn't the best. And they said, who are you? And I said, the phage. Phagey, the phagey. And they said, the phage. I said, the phagey, you know, the phagey. And I said, that's the official, that's my official birth name, the phagey. And, but they were also, and plus the god magic just kind of dispersed them back to, you know, their lives of, uh, you know, ultimate pleasure and power. So all the guys started to disperse, and, and then Bach was pretty happy, but I was like, oh, boy. I said, these guys are going to be pretty mad at me, and I said, I still got to figure out. I said, Bach, who who was the big leader gods? I said, who, who's the gods that correspond to the only god? And, and I said, who's in charge? And Bach looked around. And Bach was like, you're, you're right. And all of a sudden, you know, thunderous steps approached. And I, I said, oh, boy, here comes, you know, the, uh, the serious war gods. Or, you know, thunder, it sounded like a thunder god was coming. And obviously, the, you know, thunder god had struck, 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 you know, at their cave. And then across the, you know, across the strange, you know, fuzzy universe we were in these two giant gods a male and a female walked towards us and I said are they brother and I said are they the trickster and I, I didn't know if they were brother and sister or husband and wife and clearly I wasn't about to ask I'm at least I'm smart I know I know I'm smart enough not to to ask that question and I said okay back I said get ready and uh but I kind of walked off and acted like he was doing something, and they walked right up, and they said, what is the meaning of this? And then 
the female goddess, she snapped her fingers and my megaphone disappeared. And they said, where are all our warriors? And I said, well, they were they were decertified for battle. They were deceived by a human. And they said, what human? And I said, would you believe it? It's me, Phagiophagy. And I was like, man, I don't know what a lot. And they said, he said, silence. And I said, oh, these are serious, serious, you know, head gods. And he said, what did you mean, decertified? And I said, well, I, I deceived them so that they couldn't go into battle against humans. And I was hoping that uh, we could come to some kind of agreement or understanding or something, you know, between which you see. So you, you guys seem like the big shots, at least in the war community up here. I said, is there a peace god? Is there an equal amount of peace gods? Or you guys like the... Uh, and they just chuckled, and I said, are you sure you're not, I said, are you sure your guys are not human? Because this is definitely how we do things, too. And then I said, well, Jesus, maybe they are creators or something in their likeness or whatever. And I said, I'd love to work something out with you, because I really don't want to see all these humans, you know. And I said, I don't know what the inner, you know, if you have inner universal you know, transpatial agreements here because I, I got a universe somewhere else I don't want messed with. And they said, what are you speaking about, human? And I said, I said, I'm just here on behalf of the people of Earth or this world uh, to try to work out an agreement with you all. Uh, you know, that's fair for everybody. Though I don't, I don't exactly, now that I'm talking to you and looking at you, uh, I don't know how we could be making a win-win situation, but I'd love to try. You know, they said, didn't you guys like it the way you've been doing it? We, They said, we were promised one who will destroy the balance. And I said, oh, Cortez? And they said, yes, we must have Cortez before he destroys the balance. And they said, are you talking about the magic or... And they, and they said, you don't understand... And I said, well, I'm, tr- I'm doing my best to try to understand, you know, to help you guys get get what you want to need. And he said, stop with that language. And I said, okay, okay, I, I won't, I won't. I, so, you know, I'm trying to just get to yes, you know, getting to yes. I've never been good at it. I figured who better to teach me than two wonderful gods. And I said, well, geez, you, so you want this quartet so he doesn't disrupt the balance, right? And they said, exactly. I said, well, what would you do if I brought him here? And then they showed me, like, a little video, a magic video. And I said, oh, boy, I can't give him Cortez. And I said, well, what if I had my own little plan to, you know, keep the balance? I said, could you could you go on? And they said, we don't try it. And they started yelling at me. And then I coughed. I said, And then I was I had to cough a few times. I don't want to do it on mic, but you know, fake coughing. And then Bach came by, and he, he, he had a... I don't know if he had put a cloud on his face, but he kind of made himself look older and professorial, and he was... he was, I had done some, act, you know, acting classes. I said, you know, this is how you do it, buddy. And he said, what is... What is he was acting all... And he was just looking at the gods and looking at me, and he had a robe action going... And he said, what is going on here? 
And then the guys that were they were they were trying to look, you know, they were the top guys. So they don't know every other god by heart. So they were looking at him, and then they, who who are you? And he, he said, I'm the master of tests. My, I've been. What, when are we striking against the humans? What what's going on here? And they said, we're we're about to stop the strike on the humans, buddy. So just tone it down. We're working on a little compromise, consensus building. And he said, that's ridiculous. And I said, don't make me smote you. Believe it or not, even though I'm human, I have the power to smote. And then they all had a laugh. And I said, I don't want anyone messing with any humans, especially these humans right below us. They've been messed with enough. And I don't want anybody messing with magic. And I don't know how... Uh, how much we should be messing around in these baby And they said, you're the one messing around. And then I, me and Bach had worked out a routine, so I took the magic that was left in the coat, used it to fire some beams at Bach and smoted them. Now, don't worry, it was totally, uh, well, I don't know what happened because this is alive, but... Uh, I think he's fine, but he, he was great. He said, well, and then he dematerialized oh, the acting to do that. And then I cracked my knuckles. I said, Does, you know, do, I, I said, that's one guy down. I said, do, do we need to get, you know, do I need to get, uh, you know, take this any further with the rest of you? And he said, and they said, who are you? And I said, I'm the goat in the pudding. And they, they actually knew what that was. And I said, I didn't know it. And I said, right, you know, swim, putting goat, swim, right? And then they didn't know it. And I said, well, I'm here to muck, you know, to, to, to go up the pudding. Or we could work stuff out. And then I think they they tricked me because they, they looked back and forth at each other, exchanging glances. And they said, you think you're a pretty, pretty good deceiver, don't you? And they said, you need to pay for the price of your deceptions. You need to be responsible. And then, I mean, I got a stomachache. I said, oh, boy, you guys are sound. I said, are you sure one of you is not to teach your God? I said, do you have, a, like, a spear of shaming in one of your uh, one of your satchels? And they said, humanity's fate rests on you, Fiji. And I said, well, at least they can't file any, you know, actual charges against me. And they said, return to Earth and resolve the problem how you see fit. And well, and I said, well, maybe I, I said, maybe I'll resolve you. And then they just laughed again, and they said, go back and fix things if you can, and keep the balance. And you, you know, you think you're something? I don't know. They started telling me, but you think you're a god? You can't play god. But I think the gist of it was they were sending me back to not screw up. And they said, I think they said I had it. Oh, boy. They think I might have, like, circumvented the numbers or something. Either four days. It was a 48 hours or four days. I think it was four. Four way. I don't. I, four, seven. I think I, fortnight. No, that's too long. But basically I had to get back. To, I think it was seven Fortnite, I think it was a fortnight, maybe. But they said return to Earth and fix things, or there'll be no Earths to return to. And they said, what the hell are you guys going to do then? And then I think they said they knew about Netflix and stuff at this point, and they had backed it all up. So I said, well, geez, that's not good.
But it's probably as good a place as any to stop some or return to Earth and try not to say, geez, I wish, um, I guess I saved Earth uh, temporarily. Ideally, we would, I wouldn't have screwed the stone situation up so we could just blast the gods. And I still didn't quite know. But I said, once well, you say you keep trying to figure stuff out, I said, well, it'll be fine, I hope, ideally. But you'll know. Well, you won't know. So, so that'll be good. You won't even know. You say, well, geez, that's it for our universe. You, you wouldn't even know that. So if you're hearing this, you're fine. And just go on the assumption that you're fine. So germ, phage, geophagy, resolved everything. You know, drift like a goat on a boat on a sea of pudding. So gelatinous, but just liquidy enough to have buoyancy. A goat just like one of like one of those you know, George Washington or something. Or, you know, just like Jan Martel would say something about the goat in the boat. If him and Dr. Seuss wrote a book about goats and boats, pudding goat, and then the pudding goat gets a little warm, jumps in the pudding, swim, pudding goat, swim, swim through the sea of softness, pudding goat. Oh, backstroke. Nothing like a pudding goat doing a backstroke. So leisurely as the sun sparkles off the pudding. Non, you know, non-dairy pudding, so no worries about curdling. Just curdling of goats who toes or hooves. Ah, so nice. Floating in the pudding or floating. Bobbing. Yes, Bobbing. Good night.